the first pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. I don't know what the hell you would hire Kevin Stefanski for. I'm sorry. I don't know. Back to pass. Looks going towards the end zone. And it's caught by Donovan Peoples Jones. Touchdown! For the first time in 18 years, the Cleveland Browns are going to the playoffs. What the hell was that? I mean, what the hell was that, Jamie Gillen? What the hell was that? Why, why, why are kickers, why are kickers allowed in football? Why do we even have them? I mean, for fuck's sake, you had, you had a, another ten seconds to punt that ball away. You, you, you're an ex rugby player. Half the time, they're running and kicking the ball anyway. It's like you couldn't have just picked the ball up and gotten it away another thirty yards. I mean, why are why are we sitting here on Monday talking about a fucking kicker and why we can't win this fucking stupid ass football game against the Kansas City Chiefs because of our freaking kicker? Anyway, welcome back, welcome, yeah, welcome, welcome back, back. Uh, from Kansas City, Riley. Hey, thanks, man. It was a good time. It was a it was a bad game. It was a great game up until it wasn't a good game. <laughs> I was having a great time. We were all doing the tomahawk chop right in the Chiefs' faces the whole for the first three quarters, and then we got uh, some kind of some kind of kicking mascot who who just fucked it all up for me, just ruined my day. And then they started doing the here we go brownies right back in our faces. Oh man! And it was it was it was bad. It was bad. There were no fights. I will say that. I think I'm growing as a person. Proud of you. But once again, I don't know why you and I have to talk about a fucking kicker on Monday oh because we lost the game. When you play the chiefs, you have to eliminate every other outside mistake possible to win the game. And here's the thing. They almost still won the game with all of those mistakes with the Chubb fumble with the Gillen. What the fuck? Uh, with the, the drive crumbling before halftime, when you had a chance to put three points on the board the illegal shifts let your dudes get set even with all those mistakes you had a chance to win the game at the end you can talk about the yards given up you can talk about the defense the defense played fine you played patrick fucking mahomes and they got him off the field five times go find another defense who's gonna be able to get patrick mahomes off the field five times in a game it's very rare the defense with all of their flaws which really just one level of their defense has flaws Gave your offense a chance to win the game. Couldn't pull it out. Not going to harp on it. For the most part, it was a really solid game from both sides of the ball. It was. And uh, if it's your first time listening in, we are nothing rhymes with orange and we are usually not this worked up. But, uh, you know, it was uh, it was quite a ride. It was a mostly fun ride. And then it was just a. It's like a, it was like a Game of Thrones, which Tony or which uh, Corey has no idea what that is. But, uh, you know, Game of Thrones starts off in like the first like six seasons are awesome. Love it. And then the seventh season just makes you question the last six years of lo- your life that you spent watching this stupid show and you want to just go sit in a, in a corner and cry. But uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, it was, it was a fun game. It was, it was, kind of what you it's not I wouldn't say it's what you, we expected right we kind of thought it would be more of a shootout it was kind of a a slow a slow moving game there weren't a lot of punts but like you know you think if 
if uh, with only like I think we punted what once or twice, and they punted maybe like we punted once. So, the only time yeah. Dylan stepped on the fu- well, no, he's he because he punted a second time, I guess he punted a second time, but yeah, and then they punted twice. Yeah, but, so with that few punts, you'd think this game would be in the like 40s or something, but it was just kind of a slow moving, entertaining game. Yardage wise, yards got stacked up, but if you look at the time of possession, the Browns controlled the clock the entire first half. That that opening drive took seven minutes off the board, uh, which was a phenomenal, phenomenal play calling by Kevin Stefanski. Uh, those first two drives, absolutely poetry. Uh, I charted the formation. They were in 11 personnel like five times, 12 personnel a couple times, 13 personnel a couple times. He ran empty from 21 personnel. Two, two, he had Janovich split out wide and Cream Hunt split out wide uh, and empty at one point, which was beautiful. Game plan-wise, you couldn't have asked for better execution from the offense. Yes, the interception at the end of the game. Yes, the Chubb fumble. It's going to happen. The Schwartz drop. These are all mental mistakes. As far as coaching is concerned, Kevin Stefanski drew up a dime. The only way to put it. Only way to put it. Yardage-wise, I don't know if you've seen this yet, Riley, but the Browns lead the entire NFL in total offensive yards from week one. I did see that. What is that number? <laughs> uh, it is... What the... Give me one second. My computer just flipped out. But, yeah, so there's... a. Uh... Definitely some good stuff to take away. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff to take away. I mean, it just stinks that it ended the way it did because, you know, you could be talking about how you just went in there and gave it to the Chiefs for 48 minutes and said you got you to gotta kind of try and find a silver lining to – and, you know, I'm, we're not really into moral victories, but, you know, if we were, this would be a moral victory. Browns had 457 total offensive yards yesterday. The Chiefs had 397. There was over – 900 total offensive yards in that game it's like uh <laughs> it's like a remnants of the uh, uh patrick mahomes baker mayfield college game back when they <laughs> were each throwing like eight touchdowns each and there was like over like a thousand yards of offense yeah man it didn't feel like that though no. it really didn't it no. felt it felt like it was kind of like a like 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 you said they were controlling the clock and it just kind of the points just kind of stacked up i guess are you drinking a beer? I thought that you were drinking beer. It's ginger beer. All it's right. ginger beer. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wish it was a beer, but it's a ginger beer. Thank you, Trader Joe's. How's that going? How's the... Uh, it's not great. All right. <laughs> okay. It's weird Talk watching football some... and not being able to drink alcohol. I mean... For especially... those who this is your first episode listening to the podcast, my wife is pregnant, and I have told her that I will not drink as long as she is not able to drink. It's not going very well. Husband of the year until you get until the police are called over a domestic dispute because you're screaming about needing a drink because you're having withdrawals. That makes me sound like a raging alcoholic, which I am not. <laughs> he's not. He's definitely more of a weed guy if this is your first episode with us, but big also, weed guy. Not true, but okay. My employer is listening to this. I am not a big weed guy. Okay, well, I am anyway, doing, great. The I'm doing the finger. I'm doing the finger quotes. He, yeah, he's not a weed guy, sir. Yeah, for uh, sure, man. sir or ma'am. Um, but uh, we should start with the defense, right? If we're going to recap, start with the defense, save the offense, well, talked a little bit about it. So any, any other things you want to touch on this stupid fucking kicker? Like you want to say anything about him? Uh, yeah, he's on thin ice. 
it would be different if Jamie Gillen was a Pro Bowl punter who has been nothing but good throughout his career. Jamie Gillen averaged fucking 36 yards a punt last year. Jamie Gillen, which was like 20-something in the league, by the way. Jamie Gillen is on thin ice. You can't pull that shit unless you're freaking John Hecker. So, like, the Browns just don't have to put up with that. I know he's a fan favorite. I know he's got big muscles, and he has a beer named after him, and he's the Scottish Hammer. I don't give a shit if you're not good at your job, and, like, you're at the end of the day, you're, you're a special teamer. You're highly replaceable. Drew fucking Christmas and Christmas is a free agent right now. So go out and get him tomorrow. Be Watch fine. yourself. Watch yourself, Mr. Gillen. Yeah. So that's what we're saying. We're uh this is this is a threat. We are threatening you. I and I went to the scrimmage too. Here's the thing. I went to the scrimmage and Gene Gillen is fine when he's booting the ball, like just for distance that he's backed up. I, I might have mentioned this on this before, but Jamie Gillen cannot punt for position he cannot punt on a condensed field if, it, if the browns are like near midfield where they have to punt usually they're going to be pretty aggressive and go for it but if it's like fourth and 13 from the opposing 44 yard line what it, out, just barely outside of field goal range might as well just put the ball in the 20 yard line because it's going to the end zone so the browns don't have that like you have no leverage for the browns to keep you so thin ice jamie gillen that's all i'm saying this is a threat. Uh, okay, so other on the other side of the kicking, good God, we don't trust our kicker at all, do we? Uh, I, mean, I, I think it was less about trusting the kicker and with him being hurt, like he was, he's been hurt all week. And and also, like if you're in fourth and four, you're playing the Chiefs. Freaking go, like be aggressive. So I I appreciated the, the game plan, um, to just line up and beat the hell out of them. So. And for the most part, the Browns lined up and beat the hell out of the Chiefs. But at the end of the day, three quarters they did. You had some costly mental errors that you cannot afford when you were playing the two-time AFC champions. It's impossible. It's impossible to win if you're going to turn the ball over against the Chiefs. Right. Right. It's like I mean, you already kind of touched on it, but if you if you're going to turn the ball, if you're going to even even I mean. Jamie, his awful punt was essentially a turnover. He gave him the ball at the 15-yard line. That's essentially like throwing an interception or yeah. just going for it on fourth and totally missing. But, yep. I mean, it's it, if you're going to – and though that was like the – I think the Chubb fumble was kind of a turning point. But, I mean, they the Browns were still, at least from my perspective, it felt like they could they were still kind of in control. But that was just – Oh, that's re- that's really when, you know, everybody – all the Browns fans were, were hyped the whole game and mm-hmm. – that's really when when our spirits uh, started to turn a little bit, but yeah, I just... I felt that yeah. So for me, what separates a good team from a great team, a team that, that I just the Browns need to push a little bit more to get there was at the end of the first half. You had a chance to they were draining the clock, moving the ball down the field, great, and then you have a Wyatt Teller holding. And then you have a sack and then you're out of field goal range and you don't get three points at the end of the half. I'm not going to blame that. That was killer. Like you have to get those points. You can say, Oh, they were still up by two scores. Going to get the points when you have the opportunity to get the points. It's going to come back. You're playing the chiefs. They can put up points in no time. As you saw with Tyreek Hill on one play, which by the way, you can't fault John Johnson for that. John Johnson played it perfectly. And then Mahomes 
underthrew a ball. Like, how do you expect him to, to recover and make that play? It's just an impossible ask for him. <coughs> Excuse me, a fluky touchdown. So, but well, the chub of- fumble sucked. <laughs> chub fumble sucked. Uh, but that, Suck. yeah, I, I felt like right before that, um, the hunt touchdown drive, I was like, oh, oh man, like if they score twice, this game's over. They scored once. I was like, oh man, they scored one more time. The game's over. And then Mahomes came out and they scored in one play. I was like, they scored twice. The game's over. Like they just <laughs> eliminated an entire fucking drive yeah. on one play. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man. But looking we, we at got, oh go ahead i was gonna say we got i mean let's let's i know there's a it's the negative ending but let's look at some of the good stuff i think you're about to go into it that's uh a lot of good aspects from the defense um it kind of felt like i was constantly seeing uh travis kelsey uh wide open and tyree kill wide open um so i think that we still got some work to do in the linebacker group i don't i didn't see a lot of jok I did not see a lot. He of only those, played so. 16% of the snaps defensively with Travis Kelsey and with Tyreek Hill. I mean, Travis Kelsey just set the record for most receiving yards in a season by a tight end. Like these are problems that every team has. However, you went out and you got the personnel in free agency. You spent big money on a, on a safety who's eliminated tight ends his entire career. You drafted a corner in the first round. You signed another one in free agency. You stockpiled your defense to handle personnel like this. And I would have loved to have seen a, a, a little bit more man coverage. Um, I would have loved to have seen Denzel Ward follow Tyree Kill. You have the personnel to be able to do those types of things. And it just, that aspect doesn't make sense to me when, when you're backpedaling off the line of scrimmage every play instead of being physical uh, and, and, and providing a little bit of a jam off the line of scrimmage. I get they have speed and I get you're afraid of that speed. But if you're just dropping off the ball every play, Mahomes is going to pick you apart. And he did. Um but for the most part, both Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom played very well. Denzel Ward looked like an elite cornerback yesterday. Uh, we have a solid tandem of young corners, which is fantastic to, to say. Uh, so as far as the secondary goes, the back end of the defense, which was a massive liability the year, a year ago, is no longer a massive liability. Would have been great to have Ronnie Harrison out there. Uh, but that yeah, let's touch on that a little bit. It was kind of hard to see what exactly was going on over there, but watching it back, I was like, why, why did that even happen? Like, why, why are you uh, apparently he's standing on his leg and the coach got frustrated and the coach pushed him first or did Ronnie push the coach first? The coach pushed him first. So Ronnie's foot was kind of tangled up in the pile. And I don't know if the coach thought he was stepping on the guy intentionally or something, but the coach shoved Ronnie off of, off of the player and then Ronnie pushed him back and got ejected, which he's not getting suspended. So, but I also wonder Ronnie Harrison is, is, is a strong safety. He's not a guy who's going to give you a ton of range over top of the field in like the, the back half of your defense, but he is going to work downhill and he's going to play the curl zone very well. I wonder what kind of role he was supposed to have in regards to Travis Kelsey uh, in the middle and in regards to playing the middle of the field, because the middle of the field was a whole, a whole game. Um, so if there's still one weakness in this unit, those linebackers, man. And I'm so tired of being like, well, he had a strong camp. I don't give a shit about strong camps. 
week one rolls around and you play like you had the past two years and you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't have to say his name. No, I don't. I don't think we do. You should probably say it. <laughs> that second. And Anthony Walker is like crawling towards the line of scrimmage, sitting back and catching running backs five yards off the ball. It looks like BJ Goodson. That second level is still a massive concern and JOK played 16% of the snaps. So make it make sense for me. I don't think I can, man. I don't think I can. Um, it, like I said, it was it was pretty much a given that every time that, you know, the Browns weren't able to get Patrick Mahomes, like, off of his mark, like, he was finding Travis Kelsey, which is wide open in the middle of the field. It sucked. Yep. It sucks because you could set your watch to it, essentially, just like it was just like it was back in January. And, you know, you think that we would have come up with a little better strategy. And like you said, maybe Ronnie Harrison was going to be a big part of that. But it just sucked to see, you know, the same problems kind of arise in that in that specific area. Yep. They need to play a lot of big nickel in run oriented downs where you're dropping Ronnie Harrison down to the box and you're playing with two linebackers. And I would hope that would be JOK and Anthony Walker. Um, because, I mean, you're not going to succeed with 51 on the field. It's just, it, it's where we're at. Uh, outside of that, Taki Taki didn't get a ton of play. I mean, I guess he got 22 total steps. So that was shocking that they ran that much base with their Sam on, to have their Sam on the field against the Chiefs, who are running predominantly 11 personnel. Um, another reason maybe why the middle of the field was so high. But, um, that's still the, the massive concern for this defense. Uh, the front four played exceptional. This front four is phenomenal. I thought even Tack McKinley in rotational roles was explosive. I thought he was he was very good in run support. I thought he got down the line of scrimmage really, really well in run support. Uh, even off the line of scrimmage against the as a pass rusher, I thought he was beating Orlando Brown uh, when he had opportunities to rush the passer. But when it came time to turn the corner and show some bend and, 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 and take a tight angle towards the quarterback, he struggled to, to bend. Um, that's something to work on, but I thought tack looked really good. And compared to, to fielding uh, Porter Gustin in a rotational role last year, I think tack's a significant upgrade from that. Um, Malik McDowell, man. It makes sense that Andrew Billings didn't play a whole lot because, again, you're playing a team that's going to run a lot of 11 personnel, so you don't have – a lot of use for a 400 pound run stuff or like he's just not going to play. So he played 11 snaps and a lot of those came when Malik Jackson went out with cramps. Uh, but my goodness, dude, Malik McDowell is a dude against the run against the pass. There was one rep. It was the, the rep where uh, Mahomes scrambled into the end zone. He broke Wilson's ankles and went untouched in the end zone on that broken down pass play. But Malik McDowell took on a double team kept tack free tack had a free rush at, at Patrick Mahomes tack also failed to break down and make the play, but this front four, the edges are phenomenal. Both Clowney and miles played exceptionally well. Um, that, that unit's going to be so fun to watch develop. And it's going to help if we can get uh, some second level help to, uh, to clean up anything that gets past those guys, because that, kind of takes away especially when you're playing someone like Patrick Mahomes who can move around and throw the ball basically upside down and from like behind his back and uh you know sometimes getting pressure and getting him to flush the pocket isn't enough that you need you need those guys that can clean up those plays and right now and especially on Sunday 
it's not it's not happening so definitely mm-hmm. a place of improvement what about the second level what about john johnson um you know grant Delpit didn't play so it would have been nice maybe he could have added something maybe the next time we play him in the playoffs or something he'll be available and uh maybe we can work something with that but what about the what you what were your kind of your thoughts on the second level uh well you mean third level yeah sorry back end uh i thought they played well uh yeah i thought they played really well as a whole you would love for um mj stewart not to not to have to play 60 snaps a game but that's what happened when what happens when grant delpit is hurt and when your other starting safety gets thrown out on the first defensive series so um it's hard to get a grasp as the unit as a whole again because we saw mj stewart play 60 snaps but john johnson was fine john johnson was john johnson um we'll have a better idea better idea next week so right on it's a it's definitely uh it's nice to see some confident uh defensive play because you know we didn't get to see a lot of it last year so even if we can just get them just to like because you, I mean, you said, like you said it, they played most, you know, two thirds played really well. So, you know, it's a nice change from last year. Um, you know, if, and if they can, and if our offense is going to look as crisp as it did yesterday and our defense is just playing, you know, to the league average. Oh, buddy, we got a scary team on our hands. That unit got Patrick Mahomes off the field five times. So say what you will. Think about that. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about it. Uh, unfortunately, their defense got us off the field a couple times. Uh, you brought up the Chubb fumble. Um, and, you know, our offense, like, I, I mean, here's the thing. We're, I'm not, we're not going to, we are, we are, you already said it. We're not going to kill Baker for the fourth quarter. I mean, do you want to see Baker make that play? Is that kind of what you're going to, if a court, if you're going to pay a quarterback 45 million a year, do you want to see him kind of, make those plays i mean in my opinion you do but uh you disagree. you're shaking your head <laughs> baker played phenomenal the whole damn game the whole damn game and he's trying to throw that ball away so like yeah get it out of bounds like don't even make it close but he's trying to throw that ball away so like he's trying to protect the football and in doing so he turns the football over <laughs> he also missed that big throw to ninjoku who when it fell short about well, that Five yeah, yards. he had three off-target throws the whole game. So that first drive on the scramble drill, he missed Njoku high on the right sideline. Uh, he missed that one where Njoku was coming back to the football in the second half, and then the tumultuous ending to the game. Other than that, man, he was freaking firing lasers every level of the field. As far as development comes from Baker Mayfield, that's what you want to see week one. He looked like week seven through 17 Baker Mayfield last year. And that's what I was afraid of. I was like, I need to see that week one this year. And we saw it week one. Um, I'm not going to say a, few, a fluky play is going to prohibit me from paying him when he played phenomenally the entire game. So you're not going to hold any of that fourth quarter against Baker Mayfield at all? No, no, uh, no, absolutely not. So, I mean, there was that shorts drop. That was a great ball. Like, that's not on him. Uh, the interception, sure, maybe get it out of bounds, but like again, that's a fluky play. It's just not like Baker Mayfield is prone to late late game turnovers. That's not the case. So, I actually think that might be actually the case. I actually saw a number today that he has the most fourth quarter interceptions out of anybody since like 2018. He also has like the same amount of game winning drives as Patrick Mahomes. So, like, what are we doing? I I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not going to hold that against him. It's week one. It's a long season. 
He played. Yeah, and I, I don't want it to overshadow his good game, but at the same time, you know. I also don't believe. Of, I also there are believe plenty like, of there are plenty of elite quarterbacks who did make the game winning drive over the weekend. I mean, I don't want to spark a heated debate or anything, but I mean, you know, the the quarterbacks like Dak, like Tom, who got who outdid Dak, you know, Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, the, all these guys did they they got it done. So I mean, I think that's a conversation for another time. If I think he's going to have more opportunities this season to prove that he can do it but you know same thing last year I mean I just kind of want to see I want my elite quarterback to to finish the drive I want to want him to go down and win the game you know and I know that there are other circumstances that have go into play with that it's not all on the quarterback but I mean other quarterbacks are doing it so it's time to you know I want to see it I agree I agree uh Stefanski said in his presser they just need to build some resiliency and get past some of these errors and not compound errors on top of errors like they did all in all what can you do it's week one and you hung with the chiefs so we're on to houston who <laughs> looks a little spicy i'm a little nervous trap game trap game did oh, houston man. did houston ruin their chance at spencer rattler week one is it already over spencer rattler might be ruining his chances of spencer rattler we'll see <laughs> We'll talk about Houston on uh, later this week on our second episode this week. Yeah, so overall, I'm feeling pretty positive. What about you? I think I feel that, positive. Uh, I think that this team, we once again, I mean, we're we're still losers. I went home a loser. I got called a loser. I got called a lot of other things that was that you know normally I would repeat on this, but I'm still kind of mentally healing from that. Um, but you know, we're gonna push past it and. Uh, and overall, I, I went away thinking that, okay, if, if we just eliminate some of these mistakes, we can not only beat the Chiefs, we can beat anybody. Yeah, absolutely you can. Absolutely you can. This offense is going to stack up points. The only, the only people who stopped our offense were our offense. So, like. And a fucking kicker. We're going to stack some points. Again, 457 yards on only 27 minutes of time of possession. So, I don't think Christian Kirksey and Houston's defense is going to prohibit. Hey, but this offense, I heard Christian Kirksey had a nice game. So I mean, oh, man. Uh, second, second, uh, second coming, maybe you know, never uh, know. Yeah. Brown, we, there's a that's we'll get into that later this week. But there is a lot of revenge game going on. There's a lot of Browns on that team. A lot Literally, of half Pharaoh Brown was making plays on, oh, on on Sunday, dude. It was crazy. But yeah, we'll get into that a little uh, later this week. But um. Uh, once again, you said it, I was a lot more optimistic than you, but, uh, you know, there's, they're the reigning AFC champs, you know, we, and we, we stuck it to them for it three, three quarters. And while it, the most important quarter we did it, I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta go away feeling more positive from that game than negative. I think, what about you? I absolutely do. Absolutely. You do. It's week one. Like again, moral victories aren't a thing, but like we went into the week saying, listen, a win would be great as long as they play well and are competitive against the chiefs, like we're going to feel good. And I feel great. So half this podcast guaranteed <laughs> a win. So yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, you're Aaron, you're Aaron Rodgers for MVP. Uh, odds yeah, not off to a great start. <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel great. Well, let's do that. Uh, I will, I'll give a reaction, but I 
being at the game, I did not see a lick of any of these other games, so I have no idea what's going on. So I'm going strictly off box score, which everybody loves. So, Quick hitters, baby. Let's hit them. Yes. All right. So let's start with Thursday's game, Cowboys and Buccaneers. Woo, doggy! What a start to the season. That was a great game. Dak is so good. I'm glad Dak's back. Tom Brady, stronger than stronger on the dude's half his age. It's unreal. Great game. Two hottest quarterbacks in the NFL? Question mark? Interesting. Okay. Up for debate. All right. Well, let's go to our uh, our future foe, uh, the Texans and the Jaguars. The Texans 37, Jaguars 21. Yeah, I don't know if, if what Houston is doing is uh, sustainable, but good for Tyrod, man. I don't know what they must have injected him with a super serum, like um, the, yeah, the 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 superhero serum, the Captain America serum, uh, when they punctured his liver last year in in Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, but dude, he looked good. I even thought Trevor Lawrence looked good. Like you can look at the box score and say what you want. Trevor Lawrence did some really fucking good things in that game. Some really naturally just impressive things in that game, man. Uh, he's gonna be so fucking good. I wonder how much longer Urban Meyer is gonna be hanging around in Jacksonville. But my Lee Helton just got fired by dude, UFC, dude. <laughs> Jacksonville is an absolute shit show. It's a it's oh my goodness. But I thought Trevor Lawrence did a lot of very good things in that game. So my takeaway: Jaguars need Tim Tebow? Question mark. <laughs> they could use the power <laughs> of prayer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Eagles 32, Falcons 6. Jalen Hurts, less than 3-point yards, 3.5 average air yards, maybe. Jalen Hurts or Mac Jones? Oh, boy. Probably Mac Jones. Uh, Matt Ryan. Oh, boy. Uh, Arthur, <laughs> listen, Atlanta doesn't have an excuse. Arthur Smith is bringing a new offensive system, but it's an offensive system that Matt Ryan won an MVP in. So, like, ah, that offensive line's garbage. Straight-up garbage. But, my goodness, Atlanta looks tough. 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 <laughs> oh, uh, Jalen Hurts might be good. Mm, yeah, I think it's a little overreaction. But <laughs> Chargers, 20. Washington football team, 16. Dude, Justin Herbert's a real deal, man. That guy's so freaking good. He's so good. I love watching him play football. Chargers are going to be fun, too. Chargers are going to be fun. Rayshon Slater, again, giving up no sacks against Chase Young, just like he did in college. Dude's a, st- a stud. Fitz Magic Show canceled? Question mark. Rough. Rough. Cam Newton, come on down. <laughs> this one fucking sucks. Bills, 16, Steelers, 23. Dude. All right, so here's one thing. The Bills' interior offensive line is a hot piece of garbage. Uh, But the Steelers' interior defensive line is freaking incredible. Everybody spent all offseason saying Melvin Ingram is washed and he's old, and he was unbelievable on Sunday. The Steelers are going to be good because their defense is going to be good. Their offense is garbage, but my Lord. That front four is going to be hard to block, hard to contain. So Steelers might be better than I thought they were going to be this year. We'll see if the offense can carry it, but beating Josh Allen and the Bills like that week one is pretty freaking impressive. Uh, Nothing rhymes with Orange podcast is on the hot seat for all the shit they were talking about the Steelers. That's what I heard. Unreal. All right. 
Lions 33, 49ers 41. Okay, I like saw the score at one point. It was like 41 to 24. I was like, oh, God, all right, all right, all right, Niners. And then like I looked back again, it was like the Lions were down eight and driving. I was like, what the hell? Uh, man, but Niners pulled it out. I think the Niners can be actually, I think the Niners can be fine. They might win a wild card spot this year. Uh, Jimmy G didn't see that in him. Uh, again, his average depth, of, like average air yard wasn't impressive either, but it's Jimmy G. So it's not going to be, uh, and maybe the Lions defense is just garbage, but look pretty good. Is this the most points the Lions have scored in a game in five years? <laughs> Off the top of my head. Yeah. No, those like 2012 to 2016 Lions could stack up some points, man. I guess that's five years. You're right. Maybe. Dan Campbell. Bite those kneecaps, baby. I know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> All right. Vikings 24, Bengals 27. Boy, the Vikings look rough too. Jeez. That offensive line of theirs is fun to watch. Not. Uh, Joe Burrow, man. What a resilient dude. Stood in that pocket. Talked all offseason about how he was kind of gun shy in the, in the pocket. Jamar Chase didn't have the yips. Didn't drop that football. Got used to the NFL ball real fast. Uh, he found the laces. He found the laces, found the laces. Baby. Uh, Man. Bengals are going to be all right. Their offensive line actually didn't look horrible. Didn't look bad. Um. Their defense is Swiss cheese, though, so that's fun. Uh, yeah, the uh, we might have a uh, what's uh, uh, what's the the Ohio River shootout brewing? Oh yeah, do you remember the one year? It was like two thousand eight, the Derek Anderson like God year, when they oh yeah put up like ninety combined points in in that game. Oh yeah, jeez. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Here's the It'll thing, though: the, the Browns have a really good secondary, and the Vikings don't so i mean i mean how long until mike zimmer kills kirk cousins literally literally kills him well clock is ticking (laughs) all right titans 13 cardinals 38 boy them cardinals man there i i tweeted this out earlier today I don't know if there's been a more consistently dominant defensive player in the NFL over the past six, seven years than Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones has just been unbelievable, unbelievable career. He's over a hundred sacks for his career now. Uh, man. That, 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 they're good. Uh, especially you know, JJ Watt on that, on that defensive line too. Isaiah Simmons flying around that offense, man. Rondell Moore didn't even get a ton of looks, but once I get Rondell Moore going with that, with, with Kyler Murray too, that offense is going to be something. Uh, thank God we didn't sign Bud Dupree. Yeah, so here's the thing. I've never thought Bud Dupree is all that great. <laughs> so I am also glad about that. I saw something where, like, I don't even think that the – they maybe, like, the leading – uh guy on the titans had like four pressures jesus and they weren't even real pressures like they were miles garrett had double that yeah tough tough. going back okay we'll just hit on this miles garrett saw 32 32 snaps against pass like passing situations passing downs eight pressures 
on 32 pass rush reps. A quarter of the time, he pressured the quarterback. That is unbelievable. Good fucking football player. He said he was going to be LeBron. So, Hey, he's off to a good start. All right. Jets 14, Panthers 19. Dude. Uh, Darnold is probably also going to get a little bit overrated based off of this, but for the most part, I thought he was bad. Zach Wilson was far worse, though. Zach Wilson settled in there at the end, but my God, he had an atrocious first three quarters, man. Absolutely atrocious. Uh, It was hard to watch. And now the Jets just lost their their starting left tackle, too. Becton's out for a while. Boy. They have a ton of injuries. I think they're going to have a rough day. Yeah, I do too. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, come on down to New York. Uh, but man, Panthers have some weapons. Christian McCaffrey looked healthy. DJ Moore looked phenomenal. Robbie Anderson might be, I'm not going to make this claim. I'll say might be, might be the best pure deep threat in the league. He's incredibly underrated as well. I love Robbie Anderson. Panthers probably going to stack up some points too. Sam Donald revenge game. Patriots 16, Dolphins 17. Mac Jones, average air yards. Again, this was pretty low. Pretty phenomenal debut, though. I thought he did. He played very well. Uh, Say something nice about Mac Jones. There it is, folks. There it is. You're welcome. AFC East might be a little, little bit closer than we thought. That Miami defense looked, looked good. Looked great. So, uh Man, might be a fun division this year to watch. Outside of the Jets. Is two of the third best Alabama quarterback in the NFL? (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Highest drafted. Giants, 13. Broncos, 27. Dude. The Broncos are phenomenal. Their roster is legitimately a Super Bowl-worthy roster with the only question mark being quarterback. So, uh, Teddy looks great, though. So if, so here's the thing about the Broncos and why they started Teddy over Drew Locke is with that roster, you need a point guard. That's it. Just, a pure, just distribute. Distribute. Do your thing. Losing Jerry Judy sucks. I love Jerry Judy, man. That really sucks. Uh, four to six weeks at his ankle. I don't know how he didn't break it, though. If you saw that, my goodness, I don't know how he didn't break it. But uh, Jerry Judy, man, that sucks. But but yeah, as, as soon as, like, all you need is a quarterback who's going to distribute the ball. Their defense is phenomenal. They've got talent all over the fucking field. Uh, that's that's going to be a scary game when the Browns come up on them, um, just because they're, they're, they're wildly talented at every position. A lot of sprints in the Giants' future, I think. <laughs> Joe Judge is horrible horrible Packers three Saints 38 dude Flamus is back we talked about this Flamus is back baby let's Let's go (laughs) Jameis Winston is back there was like one point in that game it's like in the fourth quarter too where he had four passing touchdowns and under 100 yards passing it was phenomenal I did hear Uh, it's the yeah he's the most touchdowns with the little amount of uh the least amount of yardage (laughs) love it uh, which is man. like so unlike Jameis. So I I don't I don't know if I like this new Jameis, but you know what? You also gotta winning. love 
You also got to love Marshawn Lattimore absolutely shutting down Devontae Adams and then walking into the locker room and signing a new contract extension. So he immediately went off the field and then got extended. It was phenomenal. Uh, and then uh, he also broke his thumb, I think. Something in his hand. Uh, so how do you sign without a thumb? His other hand. Electronically. Uh, Probably electronically. Yes. yes. Um, man. Saints, I don't know, man, without a single wide receiver weapon for the most part, that's pretty good shit. Pretty good shit. Um, do you think that Aaron Rodgers is tanking Green Bay intentionally? Do you think he's sabotaging? No, I just think he probably did like too many opioids over the offseason in Mexico with Miles Teller, and it's just getting to him. <laughs> Looks like he was still in Hawaii. <laughs> Well, it's the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. You're not going to waste your. You're not going to waste a year of your career if you're 38 year old Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's that's probably true. But I think that he just like spent too much time doing bullshit and was just like, oh, just, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'll just come in there and fuck it up. Like, and the Saints were clearly ready for that. Yeah, they absolutely were. So, man. I thought the Saints would would struggle with without Michael Thomas and really, I mean, it, really without a single Marcus Callaway is like their best receiver right now. So I really thought they were going to struggle to move the ball, but they looked well. They looked well. All right, and then there is the Bears fourteen, Rams thirty four. Start Justin Fields. <laughs> Jesus, man. I'm tired. We've seen Andy Dalton for a damn decade. It's the same damn player. Just progressively worse every year. It's like, what, what are we doing? Yeah, I think that, uh, I think they need to get uh, Justin Fields on the field. Yeah. This, uh, I mean, if you're not, Matt Nagy, you're trying to save your job, I guess. You For some reason, you think that, you know, Andy Dalton's the guy to do that, or you're just like holding on to hope that like, you know, you don't play Justin Fields this year, so you could play him next year, so you could stick around for another year. Because well, here's the thing: Matt Nagy's not going to stick around for another year. So if Matt Nagy wants to do that and preserve Justin Fields and lose his job for it, then call himself a martyr. I don't know, but like, if I were coaching for my job, I wouldn't strap Andy Dalton around my ankle like a weight, like an anchor, like <laughs> like a doing? red rocket. Uh, yikes. Wild. Yeah, so, so uh, I think it's only a matter of time. <laughs> only Before you get him in there, or do you just want to protect? Do you want? I mean, what if you just break Justin Fields because your offensive line is so bad? So you know what? You can't. Did you see that 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 third down pass he threw, like the nine yard out to? I think it was Allen Robinson. Aaron Donald was in his face. Just delivered a strike. Stood in there, delivered a strike. No, it's gorgeous. No. I didn't, but it sounds like Justin Fields, so. But, uh, yeah, that's it, man. And then we got the Ravens and Raiders are going on right now. About uh, four minutes left in the second quarter. Ravens are up 14 to 7. Uh, I think it's probably going to stay that way the rest of the game because uh, Raiders are the same Jesus, old Raiders. Man. Yeah, Derek Carr does not look great, so. And, uh, not, and being on your fifth string running back uh, that you signed two days ago doesn't seem to be affecting the Ravens. Hey. I got Latavius Murray in like every fucking league that I'm in. So I'm happy. Well, no, I'm not happy. 
I would never wish injury on anybody. And I love Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards is one of the more underrated backs in this league. And I was really looking forward to him getting a massive workload. And it just really stinks that. that Happy for your fantasy team, which is totally fine. (sighs) Poor guy. But yeah, I think that kind of does it for us. We, uh, we hit just about everything. Um, Biggest takeaways is uh, fuck kickers, man. Fuck kickers. Get money. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, if this is your first episode with us, thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, usually, usually we're a little more upbeat. I don't know. I think that uh, the nine hours of driving today, along with the loss, just kind of took it out of me. But you know, I'm gonna bring the fire for the for the preview of the uh, vaunted uh, Houston Texans this week. So. We're on two two per weeks now. Let's go. All right, folks. If you haven't, uh, uh, you know, rated, reviewed subscribed all the good stuff please do that helps us out um you know i'll be able to take first class uh once i start getting paid for this i'll be able to you know take a take first class to these games i don't have to drive anymore um so the more you guys do that the better content you're gonna get because i'm gonna be happier um all right we'll talk to you guys uh on friday for uh for uh cory uh and for myself riley this is nothing rhymes with orange we will talk to you soon